0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Sounds Like Comics, the podcast devoted to all things comic books in movies and TV. I'm Luke. And I'm Jay. Welcome to the podcast. Today's topic, Batman and Superman Battle of the Supersons, the CG animated film starring Jack Dylan Grazer as Jonathan Kent and Jack Griffo as Damian Wayne. This is your warning. We will be talking spoilers.
1: Bit of a mouthful for the title. I just want to get that off the bat. It
0: is a long title, but you've got to have Batman, Superman in there for the wider audience. You can't just call it Super Sons. We know Super Sons from the comics. But yeah. you know what? We're getting a bit ahead of ourselves here, but I want to say this. The moment at the end of the film when Robin refers to them as Super Sons, never would Robin for the comics say that. No, no, never. It was just so. That's the kind of thing Jonathan would say. Not Robin, but it's what we it's what we get here.
1: Yeah. Um, created, comic book wise. Grant Morrison was when Grant he, Morrison yeah. who came up Damian, with the Damian Wayne. Damian um, Wayne, that
0: iteration of Robin was Grant Morrison. Yeah.
1: Yeah, from the. Uh, from his batman run phenomenal batman run um jonathan kent that was as of uh was it rebirth or before rebirth there was a there's a one lead be event thing where there was like a two two issue thing in like a reality where right superman and lois were in like a dome city because of brainiac i think it was and he wasn't getting son for like a year he and Lois managed to get her pregnant because it wasn't uh I can't remember who the writer was though no I can't
0: I can't either but I do remember reading at the time but this film though and having this version of Superboy is what happens with films they're always so far behind the comics so when this version of Superbowl was first introduced, how he looks and acts in this movie, that's who he was in the comics. But if you're yeah. reading comics now and you're reading the Jonathan Kent book by Tom Taylor, he's, he's Superman. Man. He's <laughs> Superman, son of Kal-El. And Superman yeah. had left Earth for a while. Now Superman's come back. There's two, there's two Supermans or Supermen. So yeah, he, It always tends to happen, like, films are like, hey, look, we've got to take on something. The comics are always so far, so far ahead. But it is fun getting this iteration of the characters. And as we see in the film, the Teen Titans want nothing to do with Robin. Robin does want a friend, not just to be Batman's sidekick. And then he gets put with Jonathan and the events of the film, Unfold, but we're seeing the origin of Superboy. Although it is mentioned, like Jonathan's, like, what can I call myself? There's already a Superboy. It's ah, like, oh, okay, because this is our first introduction to this world. Like DC are yeah. putting out films that are a shared continuity that started with Man of Tomorrow, where they bring the same actors back to reprise their roles. But this is a new world and cast of characters, but already we've got a green arrow. We've got the Teen Titans who don't want anything to do with Robin. So that's
1: cool. It's moving at a at a brisk pace. And you've got on that team, you've got Aqua Boy, um, the son of Black Manta. You've got uh the second Wonder Girl, uh Cassie, the blonde, the blonde Wonder Girl, you've got Wally West, isn't it? Because it's the yellow with the red hair. Uh, flat Kid Flash. Yep. So, yeah, we are already at a certain level, um which would make sense to the Superboy line because it would have been Connor Kent by then at that stage. Um. Yeah, but and then we got Bat Cow. Oh, I don't want course. to bring that up. Bat <laughs> you need, yeah, you need
0: yeah you need Bat Cow, but it's. Do you know what? I thought this film was fine. I mean, visually. The animation does look good. And again, saying it's the first fully CG film that they've done, it only really took it out of me when we'd see an angle change. And it's very different to how it looks in 2D. Like instead of it being drawn, when you kind of turn a corner or like round a building or whatever, you could just imagine someone just hitting a button on a keyboard. And it's a smooth I, uh, yeah. angle. Yes, yeah, so those. Yeah, so visually that took me out a little bit, but for the most part, it looked good. And I was thinking when they first announced CG animated, I was thinking Toy Story, Pixar, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. But it's really not. It's it's more reminiscent of what we got with the What If Show from Marvel Studios.
1: Where it's like it's cell grading, or what's the term that they cell use? shading. That's yeah, it, right. It, it kind of really reminded me of the MTV uh Spider-Man cartoon from the early 90s. Oh, better than that. That has not aged but well. It has I know been, what you mean, because yeah. that was clunky and stuff, but the, the, in terms of the art direction, it's it reminded me a lot of that. And um, anyone who plays video games, the Borderland video games are known for this cell-shaded look, which um it reminded me of as well. But yeah, it doesn't look bad. Um, I don't know, I think if we'd have to get more of it, but there is a staticness to some of it, um, specifically, I don't know, it might just be I'm missing, uh, uh because of the, the way cell shading works, you don't quite get, uh, lighting tends to be like either harsh or shadow. And then there's like a medium one. There's only like the three gradients, um, so it doesn't have as much depth as if it had been hand animated, like the, all the rest of the stuff. But yeah, you know, we'll, I'll, I'll probably have to see a few more of them in this style before I can really make it a snap judgment of like, yeah, I mean, it, do I like it? I, it didn't offend me, but it was yeah. kind of, I'm like, oh, it was noticeable. I'm like, uh I mean, this could different.
0: be. It could be a one-and-done, like sometimes it happens. Like You'll get one film, a particular art style, and that's all it will be. If we're just going to talk a little bit about character designs, we're familiar with Bruce Timm's Justice League and Superman, Batman, big, massive chests, flat, square jaws. That's not quite what we're getting here. But honestly, when we first see Clark Kent, and he is built the way that he is. It's too big, isn't it? It's yeah, no one's taking. No like, one Evan would be
1: like, look at the look at this guy's chest. No
0: one is believing he's mild mannered Clark Kent and not Superman. Yeah, and the voice as well. The voice through me. We've got Travis Willingham voicing Superman Clark Kent. He's so and Do you know what? Yeah, he is, isn't he? I, I think he even- would have flipped him with. Bruce. Right. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was Troy Baker as Batman, Bruce Wayne. I think, do you know, I was, I think by the end, I think it grew on me, but for the long time, yeah. I found it quite jarring. But both these guys have previously portrayed the voices of Batman and Superman before, and that was in the Lego Batman games and Lego Dimensions. Okay. So not connected sense. to this, but they're both voicing characters that they
1: voiced before i do like troy baker has voiced like a million heroes <laughs> oh he has absolutely but i was going to say i do like the relationships in this
0: like and then the contrasts between robin and batman superboy and superman i mean when we first introduced to jonathan he doesn't have his powers and his yeah. parents don't know if it's something that's going to happen and he's playing baseball in that moment you know at the end of the film is going to hit the ball like there's no surprise coming there. If anything, I thought maybe Matt purposely miss just so he's not using his abilities. I mean, we've all seen I that, little. Yeah. Like Jonathan Kent yeah. was always saying to Clark, you, you were sent here for a reason. It wasn't to play baseball. It wasn't to court to what oh, we trying to find there, touchdowns, it wasn't yeah. to play football. <laughs> I'm not a sports guy, obviously. I just see it in TV and film. But yeah, so that that wasn't passed on to him by by clark but you know he was feeling alone it's good that he found robin and we gradually get to see his powers develop like hey you're arrow proof you know there's there's some humor there i did find it funny when superman was flying with jonathan and they were going past gotham and jonathan's like oh what's that smell yeah, it was the smell of Gotham. <laughs>
1: I thought that yeah, was. Yeah, it, yeah. So, I got the Freddy documentary Freeman. series with lying.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the cast, Jack Dylan Grazer, we know him from it. Um, it was in Shazam. He is Freddie Freeman, who becomes okay. Captain Marvel Jr. So, you know, we know him from there. I'm not familiar with Jack Griffo, but both of them, you know, they sound like young kids, like you would. expect them to. Again, I keep coming back to Travis Willingham as this really deep Superman that was throwing me off a little bit. Uh, Laura Bailey as Lois Lane. I mean, these these DC films, they always do it. They push for that PG-13 rating, always. And swearing usually gets them there. They don't necessarily do it with violence or blood, more so bad language. And it's Lois this time, when she's doing the news recording. I mean secret identities is that a thing because she's like broadcasting to the whole of metropolis or the whole of the u.s or even the world because star we should mention is the big threat Starro, the conqueror last scene for us in james Gunn's suicide squad movie it's pretty cool to see him again so soon but she's on the news or it's oh it's to the whole of the u.s isn't it president Lex. And he's making the announcement. She takes over the broadcast, and she's warning Jonathan about how yeah. he can stop Jonathan. Use fire. He's a kid. Why are you telling him
1: anyway? <laughs> yeah. Um, and the Starros definitely taken a page of uh, from James Gunn there in the and their creepiness and the way they're like kind of do the zombie like Rah! and, and I mean, people
0: in the mouth and it comes out and attaches itself to its face yes it it really really was yeah it was creepy
1: yeah yeah very very creepy um when you were talking about the curse word i wrote that in my notes you know burn this mother (laughs)
0: and then it cuts off yeah honestly mate i've seen all of these going all the way back to superman doomsday they've always done it yeah It's like they're allowed one swear word, and it's going to cement that PG thirteen rating. You know, I mentioned Green Arrow is in here, voiced by Tom Kenny. Isn't he the voice of SpongeBob uh, SpongeBob SquarePants?
1: Yes, yes, he is. There we go. He doesn't. We get. I don't recall a lot of lines of dialogue. It sounds. Green Arrow-esque to me. I mean, oh, he he's does. A voice yeah. actor. He's, uh... oh, he's a professional. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's not quite doing that. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah, we get Green Arrow at the beginning of the movie. Uh, Nolan North, Uncharted Games, is Jor-El.
1: Yeah. yeah. You also you... Deadpool for the Deadpool games.
0: Ah, oh, of course, yeah. See, you've still not watched DC League of Super Pets, have you?
1: No, not yet. Not yet. I've got you need there, to see it. I haven't. Yeah.
0: It's not um it's not Noah North, but Keith David, he voices crypto's dad. And crypto's okay. dad, which for my in my knowledge, we've never had before, but the yeah. name of crypto's dad is dog l. And if you've not <laughs> seen what dog L looks like, imagine crypto but with a
1: mustache. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I am dog L. Yeah, but also uh, crypto in this terrifying God dog
0: oh yeah there we go
1: yeah yeah like when yeah when he turns up i'm like oh he's just gonna realize that's superman's son and it's all gonna be fine nope 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 Jorel has to be like down crypto yeah i'm like that I, I was like man that is that's the first time i've seen crypto and thought terrifying
0: yeah oh where's <laughs> Um Young Justice is pretty much like a, a wolf in that, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: he is. It's a, um, bit, it's a bit different in that one. Yeah. But yeah, but I this think, this film, yeah. it's you know, it it's fine, isn't it? Yeah. Robin, Superboy become friends. We get that bit in the school where Damien sees that Jonathan's being bullied and he hits that bully with the pressure point. And, and then, then at we'll the end, analyze for a week. <laughs> yes. And then at the end of the baseball game, he does it again. He walks past him, just taps him. And yeah. It's because
1: it's I like that because it's, like it's believably like sadistic, even though it's from a kind of a a, a, a heartfelt place for Damien. Like he's like, I'll just paralyze this fool. Like it's gonna be a week, like you didn't have anything less severe. No, 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 like that's my level of severity, <laughs> like it's always that level, <laughs> and he has his katana because, of course, he has a katana because he's Damien and he's well, that's it. Of a psycho, <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: his grandfather is Raz Al Ghul, his dad's Batman, yeah. Talia Al Ghul is his mother. The bit in the back cave when Batman's first taken over he's walking up behind Damien, and Damien sucks his match straight away. So that's yeah, pretty
1: cool, like, yeah, yeah. He's like, Please, I've been like. Practicing that since the crib,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I thought you know the, the characterizations they got down. Um, yeah, again, I keep back to the word "fine." It's it's a it's a fine film. I mean, it's it's certainly not the best that we've we've had from Warner Brothers Animation. Of like, they've been putting out some really good ones. We've had Batman: The Long Halloween, Superman: Man of Tomorrow. Justice Society World War II, I believe. Yeah, they've put some really good ones out recently. We had Green Lantern Beware My Power. Yeah. Coming up, I think the next one, and it's part of the Man of Tomorrow Share continuity, it's Legion of Superheroes, where they're teaming up with Supergirl. And it's just been announced that Jensen Ackles is reprising his role of Batman in that one because he is part of that shared continuity oh, yeah that'd be cool yes i think i'm more interested in them at the moment uh, but then out of continuity we recently got catwoman hunted which i believe yeah. is still streaming on netflix that one's really good Uh anime style animation
1: we we'll have to have a look
0: but this one though Jay, if you're gonna rate it out of five
1: it's a three like i said it's fine um I mean it is it's typical because it is an origin. As you said, it's it is introducing what Jonathan Kent, for those who've never uh in, seen the character before, looking exactly like the way he was drawn in the Super sons comic, which I did like. Um but yeah, it's just yeah, this I just not really a standout moment for me. Nothing that I was like, oh yes. Uh no, no portrayal of the character that like I thought laura bailey was particularly good at lois lane i thought she they did a really good job with her but outside of that it wasn't like it wasn't anything to blow me away i mean i still hold under the red hood as the best animated movie that dc have done to date um and it's missing some of some of i mean that is like one of the all one a great story that they got to translate um with the inspired voice cast but yeah, oh, that
0: one, yeah, that one is is fantastic. And it was, and the screenplay was written by Jude Winnick, who wrote the original comic as well.
1: Yeah, um, whereas this is, I mean, and Super Sons was a like uh aimed younger as a comic anyway, so yeah, yeah, uh, there's a kind of a Dustin Nguyen quality to the art of this animated, oh, ah, yeah, I can see that. Who I think did do like some specials for Super Sun, so I wonder if that's where they got some of their inspiration for the look of this. But yeah, three out of five. How about yourself?
0: Yeah, yeah well, I kept I kept calling it fine. Uh, I don't want to be too harsh. I I was maybe leaning a bit low, but yeah, I'll come in at a three. Oh, I don't know. In fact, you know what? I, mm, now I'm gonna come in at a two point five out of five. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. It, there was some things to like and Starro as a threat is a big threat and how they portrayed him taking over the people was pretty cool. But the voice of Superman threw me, really did. Uh, Jimmy Olsen is in this as well, is uh, voiced by Zeno Robinson and he had a bit of back and forth with with Lois yeah, I, I thought it was yeah, it was fine. It was it was okay. I'm not gonna be in a hurry to to watch it again. Um mm. yeah, but I, I usually find something to enjoy about these. Um, but this one, yeah. I think maybe it's because you know, reading the comics monthly still, I'm so far removed from this. Yeah. Like, Damien's around a similar age, I think maybe. I think maybe 12, 13 in the comics, but because of what happened with Jonathan Kent, he's aged up in the comics. So their dynamic is different and he's a lot older. Yeah. I don't know. It, again, it's that thing where film seems to be so far behind what's happening in the comics. But so it's almost yeah, it's hard like to remember
1: as they were.
0: Yeah, but it's almost like reading a like a flashback issue of a comic. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's what it is as well. But, you know, the CG looks good for the most part. And yeah. All right, cool. Well, if you haven't, have you watched The Long Halloween? Not yet. Not yet. I've only seen it in two parts, but they've now released the deluxe version. So you essentially get to watch like a three hour film.
1: Oh, good. Oh,
0: I've really enjoyed watching it in two parts. Really good film. Well, that's it for our episode all about Batman, Superman, Battle of the Super Sons.
1: If you'd like to contact us about this episode or suggest a topic for an upcoming episode, you can find us on Facebook as Sounds Like Comics Podcast.
0: You've been listening to Luke and Jay, the guys from Sounds Like Comics. See you soon.